God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice, and First Light is a brief Bible challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. Peter Masters was a British commando who was part of the D-Day invasion against Normandy and Hitler's Atlantic Wall. And he had a dreadful secret, or at least a, a, an extreme secret. He wasn't British, and his name wasn't Peter Masters. He was Jewish, and he'd been given a cover story as well as a new name in order to protect him in, in case he came to the hands of the Nazis. Throughout time in history, God's people, the Jewish people, have been scattered throughout the entire world with different names, different backgrounds, different faces, and sometimes unknown as Jewish people, and yet, as a whole, they have thrived. They have done remarkably well. And sometimes these people, these Jewish people, have, have had to play the game of wherever they were. You know, the same is true of God's people, both Jew and Gentile, who have put their faith and trust in God's Son, God's Messiah, Jesus Christ. So many times, wherever we find ourselves, we, we know the game that we have to play in order to thrive, in order to survive. And Daniel reminds us that you can either play the game or you can just trust God. When Daniel was taken captive in 586 B.C. by Nebuchadnezzar and the conquering Babylonian army. Nebuchadnezzar tried to do three things with Daniel and others like him. Men that were smart and uh, strong and now captives. He tried to teach them the learning of the Chaldeans and specifically their language. He nourished them three years, the Bible says, and uh, he gave them names. They were not, they were not Jewish names. They were not godly names. They were names of pagan gods. They were pagan names. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were not their given names. They were names given to them by a con conquering Nebuchadnezzar. Very quickly, Daniel discovered he could either play the game in order to ingratiate himself with the court, or he could live by conviction. He could trust God. Now, what came of all this is evident because Daniel outlived three, ki three kingdoms and four kings. He appealed to the man in charge that he not defile himself with, in this case, the king's meat, which was not uh, fitting for a Jewish young man. And he said, just test us, just prove us. Now, what gave him the conviction to do that? What gave Daniel the conviction to trust God and to not play the game in order to further his own, his own agenda, his own life? Well, three times in Daniel chapter 1, the Bible makes it clear that the God was in control. And this sets the theme for the entire book. Verse 2 says, And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand, meaning Nebuchadnezzar's hand. He gave uh, his own people to uh, Nebuchadnezzar, this pagan king whom God once called my servant, Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar, for his part, took the silver and and the uh, all the vessels of the house of God and brought them and offered them before his God as if his God had given him victory. His God had not. They couldn't bring an idol. They couldn't bring God Jehovah, so they had to settle for the temple treasures. But the Bible says the Lord gave, the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into Nebuchadnezzar's hand. In verse 9, the Bible says, Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. This is not a matter of Daniel being charming. This is a matter of God. God had brought Daniel into favor for a reason, which unfolds in the book of Daniel and beyond. Verse 17, the Bible says, As for these four children, that is Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, as they came to be known, 
God gave them knowledge and skill and all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had an understanding in all visions and dreams. Again, that's laying the work for what Daniel would, would be um, given by God. In short, Daniel knew in some way, and obviously when this book was written, Daniel knew that God was in charge no matter who reigns, God rules. So today, whether it's your family or your, your work or your peers or your friends, you can play the game. You know the level of honesty. You, you know the concessions. You know the cultural norms that you have to agree to or else you won't be furthered in your career or in your social life or some other area. You can play the game or you can just trust God. Now, in order to trust God, you got to know what God has said. Conviction comes by knowing what God has said, and then courage comes by living on your convictions. But you have to know what God has said. And then once you know what God has said, you, you have to decide, am I going to play the game or am I going to trust God? Daniel trusted God, and he thrived. You should trust God, and if you do, God will see to it that right prevails.